to head on goal, and Jordan Morris has done it. Appealing in vain for offside, the Chicago Fire defenders. Jordan Morris from the doorstep saves the day for the Sounders. the other way. Look who's running hard after defensively. Wayne Rooney, the net is empty. Big collision by the captain. That is unbelievable effort. Rooney putting one up. Bacosta. The Stateside Soccer Show with Logan and Jordan. Welcome to, what is this, 154? No, 155, right? I didn't change the number. Uh, The 155th episode of the Stateside Soccer Show. My name is Jordan Wiegand, and with me today is a man who's going to be speaking for the next hour and a half strictly off the record. So nobody, nobody print what this man's about to say, Logan Stump. Oh, I'm usually on record saying really (laughs) stupid things. So yeah, this is a good break. That's why we decided. That's why we decided (laughs) off the record today. Is it okay if, if I, by off the record, like this is recorded, right? This is being recorded and going to be broadcasted to the masses. So I can Um, say whatever I want about you. Like as, yeah, like I can talk about anybody. Just don't use my name. Don't you say okay. I have a podcast host that last time it was some trouble. <laughs> and I and and his uh, other co-hosts on other podcasts have also said that they've realized that there's commonalities between the way that he acts on this yes. show and the way they that he acts on other shows. Intervention for the podcast host. Yeah. I had I had to apologize. I mean, they had to apologize. Uh yeah. Jack Supersod has um <laughs> absolutely just annihilated you on on twitter and the final third pod just going after you saying that this is just normal (laughs) for jordan this is just the way that he is hey you know i'm a young hot podcasting starlet i don't take any do you think that people listening to the podcast uh that goes right over their head whenever we do this and they're like what i hope not i mean we kind of explain it afterwards too but yeah i mean for people that don't know if you for some reason were living under a rock this is just a reference to Greg Berhalter, uh, and the whole last episode that we talked about, Gio Reyna. Uh, but it came out afterwards that he was speaking off the record. Um, and I know people say, well, why would you trust a whole room full of people like that? The, the thing is, the people, the charter, charter, whoever it was, charter news, whatever it was that um, put out their newsletter, have also agreed and said that it was a mistake. It should have never been printed because it was off the record. And that's what I was telling people on Twitter when they're like, why would you think that you could say this? I was like, well, it, we heard it on what Sunday and it happened on the Tuesday before I said it was pretty well hidden off the record until that newsletter went out. So if it hadn't gone out, if the newsletter had never gone out, I still don't think we heard of it. We hear of this. 
So uh, it's interesting. Um, also, I want to just kind of take issue with real, real quick before we go uh, and go in depth with other stuff. For all the people saying like Greg shouldn't have brought it up, let's not forget who originally brought it up. Uh, the locker room stuff. And that was Geo's camp when it leaked to Eric Winata and he talked about it. So um, both sides here, people uh, have led to this weird confrontation, <laughs> but uh, I guess we'll see how it goes, uh, how it goes from there. We got a full show for you today. We're going to be talking the semifinals that happened this week. We're going to then look at ahead to the third place game on Saturday. On Saturday and the final preview that happens on Sunday. I got lots of notes here. And then some updates on 2026 that we have here as well. Are you ready for this, Logan? Are you excited to talk uh, these games that just took place? Yeah, I don't want it to be over. We talked about this last show. It's Can this tournament, I mean, I know it's probably going to be lengthened because of 2026 and beyond, but... An extra just... five days or so. They said uh, this one was 29 days. It's usually 30, mm-hmm. I think. And next one is supposed to be at least 35 days. Give me 40 to 45. I love this tournament so much. <laughs> it's just so much fun. Like whenever it begins, I mean, it's just everybody has a chance, right? It's kind of like opening day. And then it kind of narrows itself down further. Much faster, much faster than uh, the baseball season. though. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Sometimes it's over game one when you realize you lost and you're like, oh, I don't know if we can get out of this group now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know what, though? That's kind of like being uh, like a, I don't know, like a Pirates fan. Game one and you're like, oh. We're kind of done already, aren't we? <laughs> like we don't, we don't really have to show up the rest of the year, right? Like we don't become. Yeah. These, these I've been there as the with the Orioles before, but last year was a pleasant surprise. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna go ahead and look at the semifinals. I got lots of notes here on finals and uh, some clarification because I was talking about if we would have gotten a Croatia France final, how many times there's been repeat finals back to back years or back to back cups. Um. So we'll be uh, we'll be looking ahead to see that. Uh, I want to know what some people think. Uh, if they didn't look it up, I would love to see if you're listening right now or not commenting or commenting after the fact, how many times you think we've had back-to-back matchups in a World Cup um, final. Not a lot. It's not as many as you probably think. Okay, semifinals. Argentina beat Croatia three nil um not what we expected right uh we had i had one nil argentina with some messy magic we did get some messy magic but um not not a one nil (laughs) messy magic and then we also had a one one draw logan predicted going to penalties uh, Croatia just really didn't show up that much on this game. They struggled. And I saw a lot of people getting very upset about the penalty call. Uh, I thought it was a pretty clear penalty. Goalkeeper comes out and just takes them out. Messi steps up in the 34th minute and scores that. Only five minutes later, Alvarez scores in the 39th. And then Julian Alvarez as another one assisted by Messi in the 69th minute. Nice. 
Uh, Croatia just couldn't get on the couldn't get on the board this game, and really it ended up being a little bit of I would say a disappointing matchup. I thought it'd be a little better than it was. I think uh, did Croatia beat them three nil in the twenty eighteen World Cup? I have to check because I don't have it off the top of my head. Uh, but Logan, go ahead and, and give me your thoughts here on uh, this Croatia matchup with Argentina. Yeah, so I know a lot of people talked about, um, or at least were questioning, like whether Croatia's, you know, magic ran out because they have played so much. I mean, they go into penalties against Brazil in a hard-fought game, a game that they had to come back to tie and then win in penalties. Um, which, I mean, 100%, it takes the momentum out of your sails a little bit because once Argentina gets out on the front foot, it's like, man, we have an uphill you know, battle to kind of fight here and, and climb. And I think that Croatia in this match, especially just looked completely out of it. I don't know if it was, they were gassed or if Argentina is just that good this year um, because they do look fantastic. I mean, they look really sharp compared to some of the other teams that have played. Um, but I think Croatia, it's just a, it's a matter of, I think just playing so many matches, so many minutes, and then having to come in and face a very good Argentina team, probably facing two of the top two teams in this tournament back-to-back doesn't help. So do you have an answer for... Yes, what, what is very interesting here is that, yes, it was a group stage game. Croatia beat Argentina 3-0 in the mm. second group stage game of 2018. So they kind of got their revenge here. Wow. And something I d- totally slipped my mind is uh, four years ago... <laughs> France beat Argentina 4-3 in the round of 16. Um, they had a... Uh, Argentina had a 2-1 lead at one part before. Yes, that's right. Pavard scoring in the 57th, and then uh, Mbappe scoring in the 64th and 68th. Aguero pulled one back in the 90-plus third, but it wasn't enough. That was a fun game. I'm remembering it now as I think about it. That was a very exciting game. Um, I don't know if we're going to get that... <laughs> for the final i think it's gonna be a little cagier um unless if something happens like this uh argentina i mean this france morocco game when france scored five minutes in it really turned the whole game on its head and um i kind of want to move to that one real quick because france won two nil i was watching this with my dad he was off work i had to get my uh car uh taillight fixed uh blinker fixed and he helped me with that at halftime and then we watched the rest of the game it was a it was a fun game. Morocco had so many chances to equalize. And then what I was telling my dad as we're watching this thing is they're going to they're gonna have all these chances and then France is gonna bury a random chance to make it 2-0. And that's exactly what happened. Off a deflection on Mbappe's shot, it falls to um I really should have prepared better. I, I didn't pull up the games on FOTMOB, so I'm pulling that up now. Uh it bounced uh, off of a defender went to Muani, uh, who had just come in for France, I think like 70 some seconds before he scored or um, about a minute, 40 some seconds before he had scored. He came into the game is in the right spot. Mbappe draws like five defenders to himself and leaves Muani on the far post who just comes in and taps it in and that buried Morocco. But Morocco also had a great bicycle kick shot that got hit the post or was pushed into the post by uh, Lloris. 
Um, I think he would have had that covered anyway, but just an insane shot and an attempt where I was like, there's no way you're going to really take a shot here. (laughs) And they did. But Morocco started having so much of the ball. They ended up with 61% of the ball. They had 13 shots to France's 14, though, and a 1XG to France's 2. So the XG says it should have been a 2-1 game, and it kind of felt like that. Uh, But what I also want to mention with that is these games went the opposite of how I thought they were going to go. I thought Morocco would be the one to sit back. I thought Croatia would sit back. Back Croatia ended up with a lot more of the ball than I thought as well. And uh, part of that is, for Morocco at least, going down five minutes in. France then let them have the ball. They were like, we already got our goal. We're going to kind of scooch back here. We're going to make you beat us, and then we're going to get you on the counter. And that's exactly what happened to put it away 2-0. But just let's let's applaud, right? Let's applaud Golf Clap. Uh, we're applauding Morocco for being the first African team to even make it to the semis. And they kind of went as far as they could. They're going up against the defending champions and uh, just couldn't just couldn't get done. And the scary thing, too, is, Logan, Giroud and Mbappe, Griezmann, uh, neither of them on the score sheet. It comes from just two... Uh, it comes from a center back and Theo Hernandez and then Moani. Uh, so that's the danger of France. We we talk about their stars, but they're deep enough to kind of get you in any any spot of the field. Yeah, and looking at their scoring output, um, England leads the scoring output, well, tied for the lead with France with 13 goals. Um, and actually, England has played one less game, obviously, because they were knocked out by France. Um, and they had that buster of a, of a score against, uh, was that Wales or Iran? I can't remember which one they scored. That was Iran um, that they scored, I think, five against. Um, but, I mean, like you said, Jordan, I think with France, and same thing with Argentina, I think they went up against these two teams who both averaged, I think, a goal per game uh, as they exit the tournament. Um, I think they both had six. Uh, no, Morocco had five. Uh, Croatia had six as they exited the tournament, six games played. Um, but it, five minutes in, I mean, it, it almost felt after that five minutes, though, that Morocco was just not not in the game. Like I, like you said, it, it kind of did feel like one of those games where they could have got a goal and, you know, they could have conceded a goal France um, late in the game and have been 2-1, and that would have been more accurate to, I think, the way that it kind of played out. A 1-0 score even would have been, I think, just how the way. But it always felt like it was, even though Morocco had possession, it just felt like France was the better team. Um, and they prove it with, I mean, two guys that uh, I'm not sure anybody would have picked out of the lineup to score. Um, either of them. So once you score five minutes in, though, I mean, City does that so much um, where you score early. And then after that, it's just like, okay, you can have the ball. And good luck to you if you could score we'll score back just to kind of counter that. But it just, it just felt like uh, Morocco had just, you know, kind of no chance against the France uh, defense, but I don't know. Like I, I thought Morocco played extremely well. Roman size got hurt. Uh, game yeah. Fire, 20 minutes in, he wasn't out. ready to, yeah. he wasn't able to go the full game. And it, that kind of put them in a bad spot too. It is, you know, they had to make a sub that early. Yeah. Um, but I want to just shout out, here I had a one nil score line with Jeru Magic. That was wrong. Logan, you had two nil score line. You got the score line right for France Morocco. So I think that's the first time we were like 
Was that the first time we were right so far? I don't know. I think exactly right, yeah. <laughs> to be exactly right, yeah. Right. All right. It's third all place luck. third place preview is going to be Croatia versus Morocco. Before we um um before we give our predictions and stuff, I just want to say Morocco would be the first team, of course, instead of the first team to get to the semis, be the first team to win a medal at the Gold Cup, getting the third place. That would be the best an African team has ever finished. Uh, as we said before, no no one other than Europe and South America has even made a final. And of course, those two continents are the only ones to have won a final. Only eight countries have ever won a World Cup. That's Argentina, Italy, Uruguay, Germany, Brazil, France, Spain, and oh, am I blanking on one? Did I say Brazil yet? Brazil. Mm-hmm. Did I say Brazil? Yeah, you're missing. Um... England. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's kind because of it's been, they won it. You know, it's ancient times when they won it. So as before, my dad was even born. That's how long ago that's been. <laughs> Uh, now here's an interesting thing. I just totally forgot about 2000, uh, or was it 1998 Croatia finished in third place in 1998 world cup. Damn. They've had a good run then over the last 20 years. Yeah. Cause before they were Croatia, they had been split into, I believe like the, uh, there was Yugoslavia. I was going to say that Yugoslavia. Yeah. When did they become an official country? Learning so much right now about Croatia. Yeah, so they've only made the World Cup six times, 98, 02, 06, 14, 18, and 22. And they've done really, really well for that. They were part of Yugoslavia until 1990. So there you go. Yeah, 1991, their official founded date. So their first ever World Cup to get to third place. That's insane. Then they get knocked out of the group stage in 02 and 06. They don't qualify in 10. And then 14, 18, and 2022. With 14 getting knocked out of the group stage, 18 becoming runner-up, and 2022 a semifinalist, possible third place finish. Uh, This was the ideal final for me, having a brand new winner. In the sense of like underdog stuff, I think mm-hmm. Argentina France is a really good final. Anyway, so uh, I'm really excited for Sunday. But just this Croatian team here has been really well. Now they haven't scored as much as 2018. They scored 14 goals mm-hmm. in 2018 and gave up nine. They've scored six and they've given up six in their six games so far. They only have one win. So far, they have four draws and one loss. That loss being the game against Argentina. The draws being the games where they're going (laughs) in the round of 16 and quarterfinals. And then in the group stage. So, um, I don't know. I guess I'm going to kick it to you first here. Who do you think is going to get that third place medal? I mean, I feel like... The obvious answer is Croatia, but I think it's the it's the suitable choice too, just because I think Roman Seiss being hurt in that Moroccan backline, they just seemed more deflated than I think Croatia. Even though it was 3-0, I still felt like Croatia tried to fight, but when you're trying to fight against the Wizard, um, it, it's kind of hard to find Oz. And it's like, I, I, I think like Morocco 
had moments of like this is going to be special for them but i i just think that overall on, on paper croatia is the better team i think luka moldrick uh, he's going out uh, and this is his final world cup game i think he carries them kovacic has looked good brozovic has looked good um oh, yeah. kovacic I, I mean, had this weird great dribble and spin move against argentina been, that was really great he's been so good um I've been really impressed uh, with him. So I don't know. I, I just feel like they've got a really good team. Um, and I do think that they're set up better to win this third place game. And, and I think they, you know, a second and third place finish in two world cups. I mean, bring it on, right. Just come to the U S and I hope that they have a successful run here too. So um, that'd be a lot of fun, but yeah. What's I think, your scoreline? Uh, I'm going to go Croatia two nil. I'm going to go Croatia here too. I just think Morocco has gone as far as they could. Um, that's kind of my thought process on it is that they've kind of taken this as far as they can. They can be proud with finishing fourth, but this Croatia team I think is going to be hungry for that third place finish. Uh, and I think that they'll say, like you just said, let's get this for Maldrich. Let's get this as, we finished second. We finished third. That's two high places levels on here. We could have easily have that. If things gone our way, we could have won two World Cups in a row or at least grabbed one of those. But unfortunately, it just didn't play out that way. But still something to be proud of with the way that they've gone out here. Not everyone, not every big star gets that World Cup to take home. And uh, that's something that's probably hitting. Waldrich a little bit. I'd love to see who's actually going to play in these games. If they're going to actually, who's going to set up the best lineup, who really wants it. I think Morocco is going to be very hungry for it too, to say, no, we finished third. We went the best that, you know, semifinal. Yes. Was the best that we've ever done before in Africa. That was the, that was this year, but we want to up that even more. We want to get that third place medal, but it's just, they lost in such a deflating way uh, where they were in it until like the 80 some minute. And that is, that is brutal. So we'll see. Uh, but I have one, one going to penalties and Croatia winning. <laughs> They're going to be penaltyed out. I, yeah, I just couldn't, I, you know, when you look at their stats and they have one win, four draws and one loss, it's tough for me to say that, yeah, they're going to get their second win of the tournament. Here. <laughs> a little tough. Okay, looking at the final, because I think we'll have a lot more to say about this game here. We have Argentina versus France. I already have my scoreline picked out, but before we do that, I want to run through some stuff. So earlier in the show, if you're listening or watching, I had put it to everyone listening. How many times do you think there's been a back-to-back final, like the same matchup in back-to-back World Cups? Logan, do you know the answer? I'm going to go with two. The answer is one. Really? And it was 1986 and 1990, Argentina versus Germany. And they split those. Each one won one of those cups. Argentina winning 86 in Mexico and Germany winning 1990. So, uh, yeah, they each split those. Now, also a fun thing about this is both of these teams have two World Cups. Argentina winning theirs in 78 and 86 and not having won one with Messi, the best player in history, but definitely the best player in live now uh, playing alive. Now, I don't know. It might be Pele still. He's still kicking. Uh, 
78 and 86. Messi has not been able to get one yet. He made a final in 2014. France has won 1998 and 2018. They came close in 2006, going penalty shootouts against Italy. Italy claiming their fourth World Cup at that time, and they've stumbled ever since. So history, my point being, will be made either way. We're either going to get Messi sealing his legacy with a win, if he needs to seal it. I think it's debatable. People will say he's the best anyway, right? But you know he wants it. And you could have your first back-to-back World Cup winner since 1962 when Brazil won in 58 and 62. And um, that'd be France. And another fun thing about France is that they have been in four of the last seven World Cup finals. 98, 06, 2018, 2022. Argentina, this will be their sixth final. 1930, 1978, 1986, 1990, 2014, and 2022. So there's a lot of history to be made here. And Didier Deschamps, of course, will have a part in all three World Cup wins if he wins this one. He was a player in 98, he was a manager in 18, and he's the manager still. So lots lots of stuff to look forward to in this game. One of these nations are going to win their third World Cup, and I put it to you, Logan, what nation will lift that? Uh, the U.S. No, I'm kidding. Uh, oh, man. See, this one's hard because I've been going back and forth today because I, I was trying to prepare for this show, and so much of me thinks that like France could do this again. Like, France could totally win it. I think they've got a lot of talent. They've been there before. Argentina have struggled in these competitions in the finals. Messi's never won one. He's had a tendency not to do as well against France. Um, Jordan, by the way, they faced each other four times um, over the last couple of years. Uh, One time in the group stages in 2018, it was a 4-3 France defeat. Yeah, that's the one we were just talking about. Yep. Um, So it'll... (laughs) I think it'll be a fun game. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. But this time, I think Messi gets the best of them. I think the best player, uh, arguably, that's ever done it, the best player currently alive and still playing, um, I I think he's just got a different kind of chip on his shoulder. I think they've got a much better team, to be honest with you. like I think they've got a better team than 2014. I think they've got some nice young pieces. I think their defenses look fantastic. I think that he's looked special in ways that he hasn't before with Argentina. I think because he's got so many reliable attacking pieces along with him. Um, I think that helps having Julian Alvarez has helped having Latour Martinez helps like having all these pieces. I just think he's much more dangerous than he's ever been. And I think he likes this team better. He seems to be happier right now than he's ever been. Um, I think this is the year that he does it. I'm going to go three, two, Argentina win, and I'm saying Messi gets two goals in this final. All right, 3-2, Argentina, Messi with two goals. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not going to lie to everybody here. I was making a lot of graphics for the weekend (laughs) earlier today in case if something happens, and I was looking at all the titles that he has won throughout his club career, but also let's not forget just earlier this year, they did that finalissimo thing 
where they did the winner of the Euros versus the winner of Copa America. And Argentina beat Italy like 3-0. And that's that's a big cup game. I mean, it's brand new. It's just started. But then also he won his Copa America in 2019. Or I guess whenever they they played it during COVID or something, right? Whatever year <laughs> that Copa America happened. I don't know. It was played in like empty stadiums. He finally won the Copa America. So this team's been on the rise. And like you said, it's a better team than 2014's Argentina, where they relied heavily on Messi himself. Mess, if Messi wasn't doing anything, this team wasn't going anywhere. 2018, they got bounced in the round of 16 by France. We now they could have met Logan. They could have met if Poland had won the group. Uh, or if Poland, yeah, if Poland had won the group or France whatever way at one point it was set up for these two to face off in the round of 16. Instead, we're getting a final with them. I do think I have my scoreline is two one Argentina. Partly because I picked Argentina before this world cup even kicked off. I think if I was going by it now, I might be leaning a little bit more France. I do think there's something special about this France team that all of their injuries and they're still in it. There's rumors that Benzema can play in this final. If I'm Deschamps, I'm not playing him. I think this team gels better as France with Giroud up top. He seems more team-focused, in my opinion. Uh, he's also just a very handsome striker that puts goals away. And that's, uh, you know, the last time Benzema was part of a squad under Deschamps, they did not get close to a final. 2014 world cup and the 2021 euros they did not get to the final uh when they had benzema in the team when he rides with Giroud, they win cups so i don't know i feel like that's a that's a pretty big indictment on benzema and i don't think he'll i don't think he'll there's some loophole or something i don't think he's gonna play him i think he's gonna go with what got him here and i think that Maybe you bring him on the bench if he's able to play in case if you're down and need that goal. That's the only reason I would think Benzema's even suiting up at this point. But I'm going to have to go with Messi. I'm going to have to go with Argentina. I just think that they they will be able to finally get over that hump. And I think when we get to the next topic I really want to talk about here, you'll see why. Golden boot here's a little graphic i made and we're going to read this out for the audio listeners though but who will win the golden boot messi has five goals and three assists mbappe has five goals and two assists alvarez has four goals no assists and drew has four goals and no assists meaning that it's going to come down to this game so if you have messi scoring twice logan uh that puts them way ahead that puts them at seven goals uh, and you had Mbappe maybe scoring one or two. I don't know. But at any rate, it's going to be Messi, I think, who wins the Golden Boot. That's who I've been choosing. But what I'm pointing out here is that you have Alvarez near the top. Messi hasn't had that. Messi has not had that in his career. And Messi's also playing the best he's ever played at a World Cup on his final World Cup. I mean, he's he doesn't look his age right now. He's doing exactly what he needs to do to get this team to a final. He's defied the odds. Like, it just seems like, and um, I think it was, I want to say it was Stu Holden that they were doing the game. 
Um, and you could just tell that he just had this like swagger to him. Um, and it's funny because they, they made mention of this. And if you watch Messi enough, you know what I'm talking about. He plays very hard for like maybe five to six minutes out of the game. <laughs> like he stands there and he very methodically like runs the ball or trots the ball up. And then all of a sudden he takes off towards the middle and that's when chaos ensues. It's what happened with the Alvarez goal. It's what happened when he's breaking down all these defenses. Jordan, I wanted to tell you this stat because I think it's a very interesting stat. One that I was kind of digging up while you were going, uh, where you were talking about golden boot. Um, Argentina, if you're into the expected goals, have only uh, really given up 2.4 expected goals. Um, where you look at France and France is at like a 6.7. Um, I think also, if you look at this, uh, I think France has gotten some goals, Jordan, that I'm not sure Argentina gives up. Like they've gotten some easy goals, some trash goals, some picking up the ball in the box and getting them back into deflections. You know, the pieces that, you know, you really need to go your way went their way. And I'm not sure they get that a good uh, against a very good uh, defensive organizational team like Argentina in the box. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it'll be a shootout, but um, it will be interesting just because when you sent that stat, I was like, that's mind blowing that all four of them could technically win this golden boot within like, and I think it is going to be a high scoring game. So it's going to be like back and forth between all of them. So could you imagine, could you imagine like Messi scores, then Mbappe scores. And then you're like, Oh, it's still on. It's or, still on. or what would be really fun if Alvarez scored one or two and then <laughs> Giroud scores two and then yeah, yeah. like six and five. Oh, it'd be great. <laughs> uh, but I think Messi because of the tiebreaker, he'd win it anyway. So yeah, with the, three with the assists. assists. That's insane. Yeah. Five goals and three assists. That is uh, – and how old is he, 36? 35. He 35, 36? Let him play another one. Bring him over here. Let him play. <laughs> Why not? Let's look at the modern history of the Golden Boot because I want to see what usually it takes, okay? Yeah, that will be interesting. So in the modern era, let's start that around, what, 2002? Two. Two. Yeah. Eight goals from Ronaldo, uh, Brazilian Ronaldo. Five goals from Closa in 2006. Five goals from Mueller in 2010. Six goals from James Rodriguez in 2014. Six goals from Harry Kane in 2018. It's around that number. It's around yeah. six. Um, and we're at, like I said, five and four for these. So it could finish with five, honestly. If Messi doesn't score and then Bobby doesn't score and Alvarez doesn't score and Drew doesn't score and it comes from some other place which you don't think so with Argentina I feel like it's going to come through Messi either an assist or a goal France it could come from Morocco it's something that I wanted to see Spain do and we kind of chastise Spain on here about it is that Spain wouldn't take those risks to attack. They were constantly just holding on to the ball, passing it back and forth while France would have some possession. And then Griezmann starts making a run. Boom. The ball's getting played to him. He gets around the defender and he gets a shot off. And you're like, there you go. There's that's what you need to do. Take a shot. Mbappe gets a shot off with four people around him. It hits one of them and falls right to his teammate to tap in and creates a goal. France might have to have a goal that comes that way because it's going to be probably tough. 
to break down Argentina a bit, I think, here. Um, with so much on the line. But it should be fun. Uh, Messi is 35. He was born June 24th, 1987. So, yeah. He would be 39 if he was going to play in a... <laughs> in another World Cup, uh, which I don't think he is. I think this is it. I think this is it for Messi. Sunday, December 18th, France versus Argentina at 10 a.m. I kept thinking it was going to be at 2 o'clock for whatever reason. It's Sunday at 10. Okay, third place is also at 10, but that's on Saturday. Anything else about this final before we move on to... um, some 2020 news that came out. <laughs> you're, you're like glitching. Um, yeah, uh, I think I wasn't watching. Biggest. Oh, are you there now? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Okay, okay. Um, I, I, think I can hear you. One. Okay, the one good thing is. Uh, is that I, I think with Messi um, is that we're watching his kind of career come to an end where I think he's now getting ready to pass it to his club teammate, the torch of being the best player in the world and somebody that we're going to be really excited about watching in the years to come. And I, I feel like this is like the perfect passing of the torch story. Like this is the perfect, like it would be great if Messi could win this, like, Hey, you know, I'm still the best for now. But once I'm done and my time has come to an end, um, and it probably is on this world stage, obviously, then it's all yours, Mbappe. You you now get to carry the torch for your your nation. So it's pretty exciting. I think it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, one of the best finals that we've had in recent times. So I think it'll be a really exciting game. I think these are two big powerhouses going against each other. Yeah, hopefully you can hear me. Am, we, am I good? I can hear you now, okay. yeah. It was just like you were glitched. You glitched out. Like That was the only time you glitched out. And you were like, ah, 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 and your head was like going further down as you were like, <laughs> it was fun to watch. I was. I had to get plugged back in. I was a robot. Yeah. I was running a little out of juice here. Uh, no, I wanted to talk about 2020, uh, 2026 here. So there are going to be 48 teams. The extra places, we figured it out. They've uh, They've said what those will be. Asia gets another four, so they have eight. Um, then they have nine from Africa, which is a plus four. CONCACAF gets plus three, so they have six. Europe has plus three, so they get 16. South America gets six, so they have plus two. And Oceania gets a full spot, so they have a plus one. There will also be uh, some teams from a play-in. I think two places are coming from a playoff. And uh, this was from Dale Johnson. One option is 16 groups of three, which is not as fun. And then because of how good these games have been in the group stage for these final match days, they put the option back on the table for 12 groups of four. Uh, which will be a little longer tournament. So that's what they're kind of worried about, I guess. But that's the way I hope they go. Um, and they're talking about mainly having 
with how many games they have to do, probably later kickoffs that might. Um, in '94, they said no game kicked off later than 4:30 Pacific, which was 12:30 in the UK. Uh, but in this now, they're probably not going to do that. They're thinking the final match in 2026, like the final, um, not the final final, but like if it's a four match day game, a four game you know match day, the last game may end at 11 Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern. That's late. That is late. That means like a midnight kickoff. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be wild. Like it'd be like eleven, eleven thirty kickoff. Um, over there, it. over there, there, it'd be nine o'clock, right? Over I'll there, be it'd be in in the west, it'd be nine o'clock. But it's gonna be so great. I'm gonna be able to watch a lot of it. So, oh yeah, I'll stay up for it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'll fly over there. I'll go to a game on the west coast. <laughs> Let's go. We're packing our bags. That's where the U.S. is gonna be anyway. Yeah, so. but that's some of that's some of the news about 2026. So they've clarified who gets the places. Um, so yeah, that's, that's something that needs to get done soon. They'll decide on the group stage thing in 2023, they said. So we'll cover that when it happens. The club world cup, which Seattle is going to be taking place, uh, taking part in is going to start February 1st through the 11th. So they're really squeezing it in here. That's right before their season starts too. So we'll see how Seattle does in that competition. Before we get out of here, we got a fun game for you, Logan. And if you're listening along, you can partake in this as well. This is who is this U.S. men's national team star? I'm going to give you five clubs that they've played for. And if you need hints, you, you, I can give you some hints. Um, but they've played for Bayer Leverkusen. They played for Wolfsburg. They played at Sunderland. They also played at Rangers, and they played at Manchester City. Is this current? First hint, this is a former player. Former player. Oh, Might be easy, I don't know. No. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I should know it because it's got City on it. I don't know. Really? Foreign? Trying to think of a U.S. men's national team player that would have been at Manchester City. It was right before City got bought too, so there there is something. Mm. <sighs> that doesn't help me at all. Um, <laughs> that's before I started watching them, so I wouldn't know. I know. Do you need another hint? Yeah. This person is a was a midfielder. Hmm. I have no I idea. Can, I can give you th- two more hints. All right. I'm trying to think of which one. Both of these might give it away. Okay. They are currently a sporting director for an MLS club. And the last hint here is their son is a current U.S. men's national team yeah, star. Claudio. Yes, Claudio. I was like, Reyna. Who am I missing? Yeah, dude, I should have known that. That's bad. And 
I'm loading the I'm loading the answer one here. Um, the answer graphic that I made for Claudio Reyna in his Manchester City gear. There you go. You know the bad thing is I'm thinking the current city teams, and I'm like, there's only one U.S. player I can even <laughs> <Stephen>. think of. <laughs> I was like, I didn't <laughs> not play at any of those clubs. So, oh, wow, that's bad. I should have known that. Yeah, I thought City – at first I was like, I think City might give it away because we've talked it's about sure. how he used to play there. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you've mentioned about Reyna going there, yes. Geo going there. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't want him now. But... <laughs> what I should do is uh, you, you should do – you should make one as well for it to test me. I Just really like, should. Look up, look up mine could be harder when... for you too. Like mine yeah, could be yeah. really – Yeah, they could be really hard. But there you go. So I hope if you were playing along with us, it wasn't too simple. But I'm that sure some people, some people probably got it right away. Yeah, no, Logan did not. That's all fine, Logan. And you said sporting director. I, it slowly occurred to me who. It I was. almost said Austin, but I was like, I don't want to give it yeah. away. I yeah. don't want to give it away. If, if people that don't know, Logan started really watching in 2014. I mean, you yeah. watched the World Cup in like 2010, but you yeah. started paying attention in 2014. Yes, it was all with Aguero. Yeah. So that's when I really started to, to figure been, it out. He's been hanging around the Argentine. I love it. Did you see that Messi gave him the Man of the Match trophies? He's been giving it to Sergio. Oh, really? Yeah. I know Sergio handed him it too, right? Wasn't he, did, he the yeah, one that he was gave the it one that, Yeah. And they're giddy and they're like laughing together. Um, did you see the one that was, uh, I think I sent it to you, he was on FaceTime with Messi. And yeah, I think yeah. Messi's roommate is, I don't know if it's Odomendi or who it is, but it might have been Alvarez, but they were like laughing at him because they're like, I replaced you with the better one kind of thing. So I, I love that. I love watching Sergio's um, streaming because he twitches. Yeah. So uh, he's a Twitch streamer. So I love watching it. He's hilarious. I always watch, I love, you know what got me into it in 2014 is I started watching Manchester City stuff back because they had the city, like YouTube, it was like City yeah. TV and it was on YouTube and they did a really good job, like kind of like Sunderland-ish on YouTube. Um, and I can remember he and Micah Richards and they were both like hilarious, I thought. So I just loved watching all of their videos. And Sergio, because of the language barrier and he didn't really ever learn English very well, he has no idea what's happening. He's just like, <laughs> what? And then he'll say randomly his words and they all laugh at him because he's like, you can tell he knows what they're doing, but he doesn't know how to speak it. Right, so. right. That's a lot of players, right? Yeah. They can understand it, but they're nervous about saying it and yes. coming across like using the wrong word or yeah. being embarrassed. He finally did when he was leaving Manchester City that last game. He he spoke in front of the audience and actually did pretty well. So. Did you see the Red Sox player that they just signed from Japan? Senga. No, no, no. That was, oh. who, who, no. This was uh, this is a pitcher. I forget what his name is. Matasaka, but he he prepared an English thing to speak. He was like, "Hello, my name is this. I'm this tall or whatever. I don't know. He, I'm this really? years old. Like he did this whole thing, and he said, "I don't speak English, but I want to learn English." That's cool. And he like did this whole thing to introduce himself, and it was uh, really cool. He did a really That's good job. Cool. More of that. Let's let's have less of people being uh, worried we're going to make fun of them. Let's you know they're, they're trying, right? It's a they tough are. language to learn. Yes. I, so somebody that's trying to learn other languages, it's not easy. 
I was going to say, we're, we're the worst at it. We make fun of people, and oftentimes those people know two languages at least. So Yeah. We're the yeah. stubborn and, and uh, ignorant ones when it comes to speaking different languages. Exactly. Anything else uh, before we head out of here? Uh, this was a... Uh, this is a hell of a World Cup, and I'm really excited really for excited it. really excited for it. More teams? I mean, man. I'm just... Gives you it gives you more chances for upsets, which is what I really like. So, yeah, that's what I'm worried about with the two games. If they do three group, three teams in a group, you're only getting two games. Some of these teams yeah. might be knocked out right. really quick. Um, hopefully, common sense prevails and they go sixteen groups of four. It's just easier that way. Then you can have the top two just move on to thirty-two teams and do a round of thirty-two, round of six. They so could have saved themselves a headache by announcing more cities than they did. So Yeah. I think that's the issue they're going to run into. Well, we'll see what happens because it's going to severely limit who can host a World Cup going forward. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh, yeah. Um, it's going to be tri or duo. Yeah. Oh, if they're small nations, yeah, it's going to have to be like Germany, Austria, Switzerland or something. Yeah. Like they're going to have to be close and are going to have to be uh, willing to, to do it. It's going to be uh, unfortunate. But it's good for us, 2026. <laughs> Alright, well, you know, when we get more news about the U.S. Men's National Team head coaching job, we'll cover all that stuff then. Um, we're going to cover the final and third place game probably on Monday. Unless if you're not good for that day, we'll figure it out. But that's the day we usually record at some point, but uh, then I'll be the last of the world cup coverage. And then we'll start looking ahead to probably taking a break for the holiday for a week and then getting back and looking at all of the MLS action and news that Tons. has happened since then. Cause it's been a lot, but yeah. So if you want to follow us on any of our socials at stateside show or email us stateside show at gmail.com. Just want to thank you all for taking the time to listen. If you don't end up catching us before the holidays, have a great holiday season. We'll catch you next time. Tomorrow throwing his body in. It's going to fall for Ibrahimovic. Oh, come on. Come on. Thank you for listening to Stoppage Time Soccer Show. We hope that you continue to listen to our show as we recap the u.s men's national team americans abroad mls usl this is stateside soccer show presented by stop it's time soccer show have a good one